Hi, I'm Johnny Pollard, and welcome to season three of the One Giant Mind podcast. In this episode, I talk with Jules about something that is really important. How do we manage the onslaught of narratives that we're exposed to through media, whether it be independent or mainstream, to determine the truth? How do we manage when we resonate with a certain view or perspective that pulls us away from our instinct to want to be in love and be a part of the world and contribute something meaningful to the world where it wants us to to further the divide how do we reconcile this particularly when we feel like what's being shared with us is true how do we distinguish the truth and what's important in all of this if you're somebody that is feeling overwhelmed with everything that's going on in the world right now and you feel torn in yourself about how to be and you find yourself constantly in conflict with those that have different opinions to you i think you'll find this very helpful enjoy So I've got a little story and little thing that's been happening in my life a bit lately. I have found myself quite consumed with um, a lot of the world news that's taking place out there and it has been consuming me quite a bit. It's not mainstream media and the other, and it has been inflicting quite a bit of fear in me and um and i think that i've been inflicting that into others because i'm actually trying in my heart to actually think that they need to wake up to what is really going on and i'm finding it really hard to deal with the people out there that aren't getting it and aren't waking up and i'm thinking of them as stupid people and um i find it even hard where i've just been visiting um to even almost go out in public because I just can't deal with it it's been a masked area and I refuse to do that and um and I find that really hard to go out there in society and be a part of that and that this is separating me from um everybody else around me and that yeah it's been pretty heavy hmm and so what would you like to know? Um, possibly a way out of this. A way out of feeling trapped and separate? Yeah. Where is the discomfort in all of this? Um, trapped in a bit of an addiction to this um, media that I have been absorbing um, and feeling each day to, to, okay, what's next and what's happening and not wanting to miss out. And so there's a bit of an addiction happening in there as well as then wanting to feed other people with this um, narrative or this information that I have because I think that everybody should know about it because it's time they all woke up to this truth that... Mm-hmm. I believe is coming right and the the conflict and the anxiety the discomfort is what exactly um, you're concerned that they're not going to wake up or you're just sick of living in a world of sleepy dum-dums oh, all of what, those what, both of those what, what is it, what is it? Um, yeah living in a world with sleepy dum-dums which is kind of making me go 
great, I've just found somewhere to live for six months and I'll be by myself because I don't want to be out there with everybody else. Um, Yeah. Go there. Um, Yeah, I just find it really confusing, I suppose. um, and I find it really hard to deal with, um, you know, being in this lovely area, everybody seems a lot more relaxed and and it's not that fear um, and everybody seems to be a bit more with my program and I'm not um, really, yeah, feeling that elsewhere and mm. know that I, on my travels now, I do need to um, go back and be with people who are, in that particular fear and I suppose I've maybe I am judging them or I'm just not dealing with them because I'm thinking that they're they're stupid and I really want them to wake up Mm -hmm. so it's a really really important conversation and I think you represent a, a huge contingent of at least the Western world, that are deeply disillusioned with the world and the false promises of institutions and authorities that we have given power to, to administer and lead, guide, we've entrusted with enormous responsibility. And we all intuitively know that to a certain extent, if not entirely, those roles have been abused, those positions have been abused, that the trust has been violated, and you know the, the worst of humanity is expressed in the deceit, the covering up for the, for the pursuit of personal power or power for a small group. And this causes a, a great sense of disdain, the violation against our spirit, which is inherently trusting. We are inherently trusting beings. You know, when we drive down the street, we inherently trust that the person driving the opposite side of the road is going to stay in their lane. If they don't, it's game over, right? Every moment of every day, we are perpetually trusting that the person who designed this house knew what they were doing, that the electrician that wired that switch over there knew what they were doing. Everything that we do requires enormous amounts of trust. When that trust is violated over and over and over again, and there is no accountability, what occurs is a decay in a certain part of our ability to respond and the result is mistrust. What you're experiencing, now I don't know what media you're exposing it to yourself to, and it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. There are, you know, thousands of versions of what's actually taking place in the world right now. And every single version expresses it with absolute conviction as if their version is the truth. Now, whether they are sincerely, they have sincere convictions about the fact that 
their version is really the truth or whether it's a, a vehicle of manipulation fake news as they call it 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 doesn't doesn't really matter it's self-evident that there is something really really not right with the way that we're existing we don't need news to tell us that we don't need a specific opinion and details about that it's self-evident we can see it we can feel it we live in a time where we can no longer rely upon news to give us any reliable source of information to assist us in determining our position in life particularly in these times we now are required to take our cues internally intuitively and be non-reactive while ever we are taking our cues outside of ourselves particularly in these extremely volatile times it invariably is only going to create greater divide in the the and fracturing it's not one it's not us and them it's us and them 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 and it goes on and on and on the factions of you know what somebody thinks is going on it's so complex and i've examined it enough to know that there is no no answers in any of it in any of it the ultimate truth is that we are in our essence loving beings and irrespective of the details of what might be happening in the world our responsibility as awake beings is to embody love it doesn't matter what's happening i'm not going to allow anything that's happening in the world to alter my position which is timeless irrespective of what's happening it just doesn't matter ultimately this is where we will end up so we may as well just go there now and what we'll realize is that's actually the solution <laughs> to the problems because there's no answers in taking a side there's no answers in it we if we have direct evidence of a violation of humanity then it is our responsibility to do what we can in our power to influence that that event or circumstance or mentality to shift towards a more sustainable perspective which is inclusiveness genuine care and concern for all of humanity we cannot rely on the internet for any kind of stable guidance for what's really going on and formulate a world view based on the information that you're getting from from the internet you just can't it's no longer reliable no matter how much somebody says they have such deep convictions that what they're saying is the truth i have evidence it might be partially true and by all means remain open to the possibility 
I'm not saying deny and refuse. I'm saying be open, observe and witness. Be curious, but don't take any of it on as absolute truth because no one perspective contains the absolute truth. It's one perspective according to that person. No one has the whole picture of what's going on. Not even close. Not even close. Anybody that says they have the theory of everything that's going on right now, they're delusional. They need to believe that they have the whole picture because their convictions are built on the foundation of their disillusionment with reality, with society, on their mistrust. And I'm not taking my cues from anybody that's disillusioned. I'll take cues from somebody that sees the, the truth and beauty of the unfoldment of human, human potential, which is what's all that's happening right now, is the unfoldment of human potential. It has to go through a, a rocky, dark phase in order to wake up. We're sobering up. And awakening is causing those that were heavily invested in our sleepiness to just put the pedal on the metal a little bit harder, to turn up the heat a little bit more. That's all we need to know. And not even hold that as an absolute certainty. Because you don't know. You have people sitting down and, and sharing theories about what's going on. I go, okay, it's very compelling, very interesting. I said, where did you get this information from? And it's from a second or secondary or tertiary source. I'm like, wow, there, there's some pretty deep convictions based on things that you don't actually know for sure. Feels like it's a possibility. Could be true. Could be. But I mean, you've abandoned everything to make this your thing now. And what that smells off is finally a narrative that reinforces my disillusionment. It's absolving ourselves of responsibility from what is actually required of us in the world right now. It is not to take an absolute opposing position to anything, but rather transcending all of that and embodying love. Being kind, present, open to anybody that you encounter at the local store, the petrol station, the dry cleaner, friends that come over for tea, opinionated people, particularly opinionated people. Sit down and listen to them and go, oh, wow. Expose them to the the lubricated consciousness contained in your mind, your ability to not necessarily agree with them, but still be completely open and receive their perspective. Listen. Challenge their view, but do it lovingly, not to destroy them, not to shatter their, their ignorance. because something they might be saying might be true. The truth is, we just don't know. With, with any ab absolute certainty. Politics has infiltrated absolutely every dimension 
every domain of our society and culture. And we know how ugly politics can be. It has no morality. It has no ethics. It's war. And they don't use bombs anymore. They use fierce lies and propaganda and, and coerciveness and manipulation. They use our emotions. You know, people study this as a science, how to manipulate people, how to get them to think things, how to get them to feel things, and then furthermore, how to spread it. I'm not willing to speak of anything I don't absolutely know. I'll talk about it in a small circle to kind of flesh it out and consider it as a possibility and go, Phew, okay, wow, what if it was true? But it doesn't change anything. My convictions remain the same. My priority is to embody the deepest truth in this moment and continue loving you irrespective of your view. This is the call to action. This is the only thing that's going to get us out of this mess. Anything that divides us, anything that is causing absolute opposition to another, is dangerous. It's dangerous. We are on the verge of a fracture that is potentially so destructive. And we, as those that deliberately cultivate kind, loving awakeness, have a responsibility. And that is to nurture unity. Let's put our opinions aside for a second and just remind ourselves of what we are. We're humans. And let's not try and have a discussion about what's going on without first feeling the sacredness of that responsibility that we have for each other. Let's learn, relearn, remind ourselves how we commune. How do we commune? First, we acknowledge each other. We demonstrate love and respect. And then, then let's talk if we need to. Do we need to talk? But if we do, I'm here to listen. And I'll consider what you say. And I will have strong boundaries if you insistent on me trying to come around to your way of thinking. And I expect you to have the same. If I come on strong, I expect you to have strong boundaries. Because it doesn't matter what you think as long as you are able to be here with me and honor me. Because that's the problem. I've seen relationships, you know, living in the States. I saw long, long-term relationships end at a dinner party with the expression of a view. My goodness. This is happening everywhere. And, you know, if this is happening on a micro scale, it's going to happen on a macro, and it is. All we have to do is look at the U.S. right now. It's exactly what's happening. It's lost its capacity to commune, to communicate and commune. And we're so entrenched in our ideas and our opinions. And I, I often say this, our opinions are dangerous. We can have our opinions, but they are secondary things that we suspend with curiosity and never at the expense of our humanity. 
This is the only way that we can keep it together and, and remain empowered, sure about how to move forward. Know that whatever, whatever we're doing, we're having the greatest impact that we possibly can. And this is where we're trying to get to anyway. Why wait for the, for the devil to be exposed before we start loving? You just wait and see. You just wait and see. This is what's going on. You just wait and see. Well, I'm not going to wait for anything. I'm going to get on with the end game right now. Love. If anything, that mentality is the weapon. That mentality is the weapon that is doing the damage. We need to put down the weapons of our convictions, of our opinion, and pick up the, the, the chalice of our open, loving hearts. Have conviction in our love, not in our positions of disagreement. Because the reality is, everyone in this room who is feeling what I'm saying right now, I can guarantee you there's a bunch of things that we don't agree on. I'm sure. We don't all see reality the same. It's happening everywhere. But should it stop us from communing and sharing in the deeper truth, which is this Complexity. The demand is to be able to hold complexity in our in our in our being. To 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 feel love where you feel disdain, where you feel anger, rage. To hold love. Otherwise, it will eat you up from the inside, and you'll forget who you are. And the reason why you're suffering now is just because of that. Whatever it is that you're engaging in is eating up something very important to you. And you're mourning the death. You're mourning. And you need to just drop it like a hot potato. Come back into your heart. Never mind the story. It's poison. It's poison. Be open to the, to the possibility and leave it there. Thank you for taking some time to listen to the One Giant Mind podcast. If you're somebody that hasn't yet got a regular meditation practice, One Giant Mind offers a couple of ways in which you can make that happen right now. You can go to onegiantmind.com and have a look at our teacher directory. We've got hundreds of teachers around the world teaching the One Giant Mind being technique, both in person and online. And if for whatever reason you're unable to get to one of those courses, you could download our free Learn to Meditate app it's called One Giant Mind. It's got a 12-step course that'll get you started. And if you're already a regular meditator and feel deeply called to bring this beautiful practice into the world, we strongly encourage you to check out our One Giant Mind Teacher Training Academy. We train passionate meditators to become powerful leaders in their community, equipped with tools to empower others to know themselves very intimately. We teach a powerful process of how to run a meditation course and facilitate the building and growing of a community. And we would love to welcome you into our global family of teachers.
A special thanks to our show producer, Daniel Tucker, a.k.a. Spiritual Tradie. Our music composer, the one and only Ali Liberman. And all of the One Giant Mind team.